Hello, and welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. In this episode, we begin exploring the illuminating and vibrant post-Paleo-American period, which lasted up to the arrival of Europeans in the United States, Canada, and Mexico during the Age of Exploration. Join me on a fascinating, epic trek back to the enthralling and revealing pre-Columbian period of North America. The earliest populations in North America are collectively known as Paleo-Americans. The Paleo-American era precedes the advent of agriculture and is characterized by a nomadic hunting and gathering lifestyle. Big game hunting was a large component of the subsistence strategy of the Paleo-American populations until their activities contributed to the extinction of the continent's Ice Age megafauna, including mammoths, mastodons, and ancient bison. Although the indications and timing of the end of this stage vary between regions, the Paleo-American era is taken to have lasted until about 10,000 years ago, when the last glacial period ended, causing sea levels to rise and flood the Beringia land bridge, closing the primary migration route from Siberia. At this time, the continent's climate stabilized and its inhabitants began gradually shifting to a more sedentary, small-game hunting and agricultural existence. Following the destructive, planet-altering KT extinction event that killed all the terrestrial dinosaurs, mammals emerged from deep history and flourished, evolving into primates, then hominids, and later, early archaic humans. Less than 100,000 years ago, humans began to exhibit evidence of behavioral modernity. Our direct ancestors, Homo sapiens, meaning wise humans, developed advantages that explain their evolutionary success, including a larger, well-developed brain which enables advanced cognitive skills, including flexible thinking, abstract reasoning, language, problem-solving, imagination, and culture through social learning. These modern humans used tools frequently and effectively, built fires, cooked food, clothed themselves, and created numerous other technologies and arts. They had the power to shape their future and were the first hominids to be self-aware and conscious of themselves and their place in the world. For example, during the Upper Paleolithic or Late Stone Age, European early modern humans, known as Cro-Magnons, exhibited a creativity and spiritual awareness of the human mind and are well-renowned for producing a diverse array of artistic works, including cave paintings, figurines, perforated batons, geometric patterns, decorative beads, plant fiber clothes colored with various plant-based dyes, bone flutes, and whistles. They also buried their dead. The Stone Age, by the way, was a time early in the development of human cultures, before the use of metals, when tools and weapons were made of stone. The Stone Age in North America began when human beings first arrived in the New World and ended in some areas about 5,000 years ago at the earliest. The first humans to arrive in North America were in many ways similar in development to the Stone Age Cro-Magnons. At a time when the animal kingdom ruled the continent, these nomad foragers roamed the land following the movement of wild beasts, 
while coastally adapted seafarers hunted marine mammals, caught fish, and harvested marine plants. The terrestrial migrants eventually spread and occupied the far reaches of North America, while their coastal migrant counterparts traveled the river systems inland. The unstable climate led to widespread migration, with early Paleo-Americans soon spreading throughout the Americas, diversifying into many hundreds of culturally distinct tribes. The Paleo-Americans were hunter-gatherers, likely characterized by small, mobile bands consisting of approximately 20 to 40 members of an extended family. These groups moved from place to place as preferred resources were depleted and new supplies were sought. The vastness of the North American continent and the variety of its climates, ecology, vegetation, fauna, and landforms led ancient peoples to coalesce into many distinct linguistic and cultural groups. 10,000 years ago, climate conditions were then very similar to today's. Numerous archaeological cultures have been identified by paleoanthropologists. Skeletal remains of a prehistoric Paleo-American man found on a bank on the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington State is one of the most complete ancient skeletons ever found in North America. Generally known as Kennewick Man, scientific analysis revealed that the 9,000-year-old bones had most generic similarity among living peoples to Native Americans, including those in the Columbia River region where the skeleton was discovered. Kennewick Man was found to have lived almost exclusively on a diet of marine mammals for the last 20 or so years of his life and that the water he drank was glacial meltwater. Estimated to be 40 years old at the time of death, it was determined that he was deliberately buried. The results of genetic investigations strongly pointed towards a Native American ancestry of Kennewick man. The genetic data adds to evidence that ancestors of the New World's Aboriginal peoples originated in Siberia and migrated across a landmass that spanned the Bering Strait to Alaska during the last Ice Age. The discovery of Kennewick Man led to considerable controversy for more than a decade. Native American tribes claimed ownership of the remains and the right to rebury Kennewick Man according to their customs and to refuse scientific study of the ancestor they referred to as the Ancient One. The remains were buried in February 2017 with members of five Columbia Basin tribes in attendance at an undisclosed location in the area they were first discovered. The pre-Columbian period incorporates the history of North America before the appearance of significant European influences on the continent, spanning the time of the original settlement by the first arrivals to European colonization. While the phrase pre-Columbian era literally refers only to the time preceding Christopher Columbus's voyages of 1492, in practice, the phrase is usually used to denote the entire history of indigenous North American cultures until those cultures were extensively altered by Europeans. Many pre-Columbian civilizations in North America were marked by permanent settlements, cities, agriculture, civic and monumental architecture, major earthworks, and complex societal hierarchies. 
some of these civilizations have long faded by the time of the first permanent European colonies and are known only through archaeological investigations and oral history. Other civilizations were contemporary with the colonial period and were described in European historical accounts of the time. Only a few had their own written records, giving modern historians glimpses of their ancient culture and knowledge. Next time, we will continue discovering North America's pre-Columbian cultures and civilizations as we edge ever closer to the arrival of Europeans on the continent during the Age of Exploration. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, and diagrams. Please consider supporting our History of North America series in the following ways. Firstly, join our Patreon. We offer lots of membership benefits, including works of art and books. Speaking of books, I have authored many historical fiction and non-fiction volumes, including exciting international historical history and suspense thrillers. One such novel, The Frozen Raptor, involves the KT Dinosaur Extinction Event, alluded to in this episode. All my books are available in print and digital format on Amazon. If you shop on Amazon for books or anything else, make sure to use our link so Amazon knows who sent you, thereby giving us extra credit, with no supplemental cost to you. All links appear in this episode's description and on our website at markvinet.com. Finally, if you like this episode, join me again next time and spread the word to family and friends. And by the way, all positive ratings and comments are appreciated. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen.